You're listening to Witch Wednesdays, your weekly podcast source for all things witchcraft in the modern world. Join your hosts, Steph and Tara, every Wednesday morning as they dive into a new witchy topic. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to episode number 28, All About Spirit Guides. Yay! So we decided Spirit Guides would be a good place to start because there is a lot to say about the spirit realm. And we have gotten a lot of questions about that so far. People have reached out on like Instagram, email, and things, um, asking specific questions about the spirit realm. Um in various different ways, either animal spirit guides or um, communicating with ancestors. As I say, ancestors is a big one. Um, yes. And just astral projection, spirit world in general, we get a lot of questions about. So we are going to have um, separate episodes of um, various different spirit world things. The astral projection is going to be way later, guys. That's the advanced that's way advanced. We are going, okay, we are going in, you know, beginner, beginner order. So it's going to be a little while before we get to astral projection. It's on the list. Um, but we are going to talk about some other spirits. I think next week we have Faye coming up, which is also spirit yep. realm. So we decided spirit guides would be a good place to start. So <laughs> good beginner subject for this topic, which I would say is less beginner than any topic we've covered so far. I agree. And also this is kind of the point in our podcast. I mean, we have a few episodes, you know, Sabbath related episodes this year coming up and things, but this is probably the point in our podcast where we get a lot more subjective um, in our interpretations. Yes. Um, um, <laughs> That's a good way of saying that. Um, because there are some things like, you know, the correspondences of crystals and reading runes that are across the board, you know, witches agree on these things, witches do not agree on the spirit realm. So what we are saying in this episode and, you know, episodes coming up, we are about to get into more subjective content. So this is kind of just the way that we view things and how things have come about in our practice. Uh, mm -hmm. So you get two different perspectives, um, but that de definitely is, does not um, incorporate all witches and how everyone has had any sort of interactions with the spirit realm. Like we, we do not speak for everyone. And you might've noticed in previous episodes, like crystals, for instance, we'd be like, this is the crystal and it represents everything under the sun, except the sun. <laughs> and this is a crystal and it represents everything under the moon, except the moon. Like they, they were huge spans because we were trying to say everything that was related to, because that's the very general stuff, like giving you a base knowledge. And now this is where we're going to dig a little deeper. And like she said, it's going to be a little more subjective and it's going to be a, just a narrower focus. We're not narrowing it a lot yet, but this is where it starts to be like, Hey, <laughs> yes, that's that's exactly right. We have um, one, yes, coming up on the Faye, which is a little more subjective. Um, and then we are taking a little break because Lamas is coming up. We're going to talk about um, baking and breads and making 
wine and meat and cider, which are like two of Tara's two favorite topics. Um, but I know you can't see me, but there are like almost tears of joy on my face. Yeah, she's very if excited I... for those. I'm so excited. But then we're going to um, get into, you know, like black and white magic and the morality of cursing and hexing and things like that. Those are very subjective topics. So anyway, yes. <laughs> but today it's spirit guides. So. Let's get started with that. To know that we've given the general you ish. a <laughs> six-minute introduction. <laughs> <laughs> so, guidance can come to us in many different forms. That includes angels, um, plant and animal spirits, deities, and spirit guides. Your guide might be a deceased relative who communicates with you, or the it just it's just an energy that feels familiar to you. Your spirit guide could appear Mm -hmm. in your dreams. Um, They bring messages or ideas directly to you or assist you um, to feel certain ways which guide you in one way or another on your path in life. Uh, You usually feel some sort of like authority or wisdom from your guide because they have more information um, than we have. We're a very limited, you know, human scope of view. Um, so these beings are usually wiser and kind, and they have volunteered to help us on our paths in this life. Yes. So a guardian angel's role is more about loving you, but a spirit guide has a greater understanding about your life's purpose. And they usually work in ways that make sure that you are in the right place at the right time to achieve your goals, um, and the things that you have planned to do in your current life on earth. Um, It's more of a responsibility of guiding and steering us and just generally helping you out. Yeah. So guardian angels are more about supporting and like she said, love. So a good analogy that I heard about this and really stuck with me because this is completely my family is a guardian angel is more like the fun dad who if you want to eat dessert first you deserve to eat dessert first because you're a good person (laughs) whereas a spirit guy is going to be like no you need to live to old age so you should have some salad first (laughs) so like more like a strict mom (laughs) then yeah that's a good analogy I like that (laughs) they're gonna help you live longer live true to your purpose it might be a little tougher love um, because it's not all about what you want right then and there. Whereas guardian angels are, I'm not saying they're not protective and they're not helpful to help guide you, but guardian angels are a lot more about supporting you in whatever decision you make. Whereas spirit guides, they're not, not supporting you, but they're also like, you're kind of a dumbass sometimes do what I said. Yes. <laughs> very, very true. Kind of like, <laughs> like the difference between tarot cards and oracle decks. Right? Yes. Uh, So how do you know that your spirit guide is even around? Well, they are. So let's just leave it at that. (laughs) Um, But you can become aware of them in numerous ways. Um, You, one way um, that a lot of people first sort of um, become aware of their guide is when they're sad or lonely. Um, It's sort of those extreme emotions when you can kind of be in a quieter space where you um, are upset, asking for help, and you suddenly feel calm or reassured. That's your spirit guide. Um, Anytime that you are sort of struggling to solve a problem or um, 
wish that somebody would just help you or give you an answer. And then you suddenly get a strong feeling to take one path or make one certain decision that again is your spirit guide guiding you. And it's not that they're not there all the time. Um, but it's just, that's when you're most willing to listen. So they might be guiding you all the time, but if you're happy and just traveling your life path without any hiccups or loneliness or anything, um, you don't really need their guidance. So even if they're trying to guide you, you might not be listening to them. So that's why a lot of times you're lonely, sad, or frustrated the first few times you hear them, because that's when you start listening. (laughs) Yes. That heightened emotional state. (laughs) Yes. Um, And for me, it was frustration. That's why I feel like (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So if you want to contact your spirit guide, there are a few ways that you can do it, but pretty much all you have to do is ask. Um, You can ask them to appear to you in a dream. Um, That dream state is when, you know, your um, defenses are down and you're more receptive. Your mind, your subconscious mind is more receptive to um, receiving a vision of your spirit guide. Uh, Meditation is also helpful. If you can just sit in a quiet room with some relaxing music or something, you can ask your guide to step forward then while you're meditating. And um, if you need something more tangible you can ask your guide to give you a sign um something like a shell or a white feather or a particular you know type of creature to cross your path um and you might then see that anywhere you could see it in nature or it could be on television or in a book or magazine that you're reading um and those can work very quickly so be prepared if you ask for something like that now if you ask for a diamond to prove that they are ready for you or there maybe don't be surprised if you don't find a diamond right away (laughs) or um don't be surprised if it comes to you in an unexpected way like you might ask for a diamond to appear and it just might be a uh magazine article on brides (laughs) (laughs) yeah or a piece of coal because you don't really need that diamond (laughs) Um, so uh, let us talk a little bit about the different ways, um, that spirit guides kind of communicate with you. So you are open to these and, you know, ready to listen. So the first way is definitely intuition. We all have, um, intuition. It's that your gut instinct, um, any sort of spontaneous thoughts that, that pop into your mind. Um, they seem random but this is a time when you could actually be receiving information from your spirit guide and this comes this is a specific one that comes to me a lot um is when you see repeating numbers or repeating patterns oh my gosh Steph (laughs) is like the queen of this yes oh Um, my gosh yes that is your um spirit guide reaching out to you and directing your attention to you know, a certain message. I, for like months, I still see it a lot, but for months, every single day, multiple times a day, I was seeing one, two, three, four. I would see it on the clock. Like, Mm -hmm. I would see it on, you know, online, just like random places, like all the time. One, two, three, four. Yes. (laughs) Um, Oh my gosh. She messaged me and she's like, it's haunting me again. What is happening? I started, I started texting Tara every day at one, two, three, four, because I was looking at the clock. I would be like, guess what time it is? Yes. Um, so that is that is one way that they are reaching out and trying to communicate with you. 
Um, you may see the same animal over and over again, same um, shape or pattern. So these are can all be taken as a message from your guide, and it's up to you to listen to them and um, think about what that message might mean. And the good thing, especially for like numbers and shapes and animals, is that there are a lot of resources online to help you decode these. Yes, there are tons. Um, the second way that spirit guides generally communicate is through coincidence. And coincidence is when two or more events occur um, that do not have any sort of obvious relation to each other, but the result feels meaningful or makes some sort of connection for you. Um, examples of coincidence is like if three unrelated people brought up the exact same idea to you in three completely different settings, or yeah. you run into somebody that you haven't seen since high school three times in one week. Yeah. Um, there are endless possibilities of what you know that message could be, but the most important thing is that you pay attention and mm -hmm. take action because the more you pay attention and are receptive to these you know coincidences in your life um the easier it will be for your spirit guide to kind of break through and make um more messages and make it more clear to you yeah they could be sending you a million messages but if you're not listening that's not going to help you any <laughs> yes. no guidance happening um the third way that spirit guides communicate is through other messengers. Um, so they might find a person, animal, or object that can deliver the message to you. So this happens very often with um, advertisements, um, characters on TV, or like movies and books, uh, or, or overheard conversations. That, uh, that one's a big one for me. Yeah, you hear something, two people talking has nothing to do with you, but suddenly... Their words become very clear. Yes, it answers the question. Um, and you feel like what they're talking about applies directly to your life, even though you have no idea who these people are. Mm -hmm. That is a way that your spirit guide is using a messenger. That one happens to me a lot. And the final um, way to communicate um, with spirit guides is in form of events. So these are just generally the things that are happening around us, but in the moment, um, the event will seem completely random and later you end up recognizing the significance of that event. So this happens for a lot of people. It doesn't have to be negative, but um, a lot of times it, this is how it presents itself. So um, you lose a, your job, but then you end up finding a better job that pays more money and you love it more, or you go through a really bad breakup, Break up. but it leads you to find you know, your soulmate or somebody who's way more compatible for you. So these sort of like negative events that, you know, seem um, random and destructive are actually your spirit guide communicating with you through a significant event that something better is coming. And like you said, they don't have to be negative. Um, I was talking about getting a dog for quite a while and I had kept looking. I had applied to a couple of rescues um, for adoption. I was just not having any luck. And then I was talking to my mom and a couple of ladies that I know that I was just going to find a puppy and adopt this dog. Literally the next day, one of my friends who I hadn't talked to in a while texts me and was like, hey, so my neighbor said that she's getting rid of this dog and asked me to take him. Otherwise, she's just going to take him to the pound. I can't take him. Do you want him? And that's how I got my dog. Like it was the next day and he is the best he is the best he's so stupid but he's so cute 
one way <laughs> that you could sort of see Tara's spirit guide having a hand a in impact. <laughs> A huge impact on my life. Like my life is very different now that I have a dog and it's happier. And it wasn't a bad event that happened, but it definitely was literally, I talked to them that night and Amanda texted me the next day. Like it was crazy dinks. <laughs> or an event or my spirit game. <laughs> um, yes. So obviously Tara and I do both believe in spirit guides. Yeah, <laughs> and I I believe that um, everyone has one. You just have to listen. Yes, um, and I believe that they come in a lot of different forms. Some people believe that um, spirit guides are look like a person, um, and that they will use other messengers to talk to you. So if you see your spirit guide as um, you know an animal that that's really them like in a different form to try to get your attention. However, um, there are also something, especially in native American cultures known as animal spirit guides. We do not use the term spirit animal. We've talked about this before. It's cultural appropriation. If you are not yes. native American, you do not have a spirit animal. Just throwing that out there, but you know, you can have an animal spirit guide, um, and that it may not be your guide that's with you throughout your lifetime, but an animal spirit that you want to work with in certain, you know, spells or rituals, something that um, has meaning to your intention there. Um, and your spirit guide can work with that animal to help you manifest that intention. Um, and a lot of people will believe that those are two separate things. However, I believe my spirit guide is a raccoon. Oh, totally. I, <laughs> I have never had my spirit guide uh, interact with me or present themselves as a person, not in a dream or anything. I have no you know, concept of them as a person, except when I was a kid, but I think that was a ghost and not a spirit guide. Um, but I am often... <laughs> in many different ways visited by raccoons yeah um and raccoons are a very interesting um animal to be a spirit guide and it's just when you look up um what they mean it's it's very interesting that they're very scorpio related they have a lot of the same tendencies towards <laughs> like um like secrecy <laughs> like, um things like that and it's just interesting that all of these you know significant things in my life have been presented by raccoons <laughs> yeah I can see it though I can see it <laughs> so um we do talk about spirit guides as if they're sort of like a, a human being but they I don't personally believe that they have to be well and when I was younger I was convinced that my spirit guide was a wolf and then as I got older I found out that my grandmother on my father's side she passed away um just a month before I was born she actually raised wolves which I had never known and for some reason when I found that out I no longer thought that my spirit guide was a wolf I think it's my grandmother very interesting right it was just a weird thing but I stumbled across an old photo and I was like well that's that looks like a wolf and my dad just casually was like oh yeah she used to breed wolves and I was like I'm sorry what <laughs> well all right then 
Yeah, my grandma was a badass. But anyway, um, yeah. But there's definitely been times in my life where I was making a decision where I was, uh, sorry if you can hear the background noise. Um, <laughs> I was going with something that would make me happy in the moment. And I was very firmly guided away into uh, a different path. <laughs> very, very firmly a few times. <laughs> Yes, I've definitely experienced that too. So, um, I believe everyone has one. So if you want to share about yours, if you have any experiences, um, we, about having a guide that has helped you out throughout your life, we would love to hear about that. Um, but if you think differently and you believe that you have many guides that come and go, based on you know the time in your life or what you're working on that day um, and you don't feel like you have an overarching spirit guide we would love to know that too because like we said there are a lot of different opinions on this we are definitely getting into subjective territory when we are (laughs) talking about spirit guides today Um, yes so um, we would love to hear what your opinions are on this so reach out to us on instagram or email or um on our website which wednesdays.com we want to talk to you about this and let me know if yours is a raccoon too (laughs) uh there's so many stories of her and raccoons that's why i keep giggling that not that a raccoon is a poor spirit guide in any way shape or form but it's really funny fantastic they literally find her they do find me physical ones find her they do they talk to me mm-hmm. they yes. do right raccoons are great they are they symbolize um secrecy and curiosity intelligence courage resourcefulness i love raccoons i love everything about them <laughs> yep and they love you they do love me <laughs> so that's why i feel very strongly about that but maybe you have you know something that has worked in the same way for you but you just didn't realize it until you're listening to us talk about that um you have some sort of animal that keeps appearing to you or whether it is a plant or even a flower that keeps appearing to you randomly, even out of season, you see, you know, a marigold in the dead of winter. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. that, that, that would definitely be your guide speaking to you. So if you have any uh, things like that, please let us know. We love talking about this stuff. So we, we do, obviously. <laughs> yes, we would love to hear your <laughs> thoughts on it. And as we get to more subjective things, we will definitely ask people's opinions on, do you agree or disagree? As long as everything's respectful, like, it's always good to hear other people's points of view and how their path is branched off from where I started my path uh, with a couple of friends in high school. And we're all on very different paths now. None of them are wrong. They're just very different because our lives have taken different turns and we've been guided in different ways. And. It's just always interesting to find how people get to either the same place from different beginnings or end up in different places from the same beginning. It's not a race. Yes. (laughs) Please let us know your thoughts and we will see you next week for episode 29. Goodbye. Follow us on Insta. Thanks for listening to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara. Love our content? Consider donating at anchor.fm slash witch-wednesdays to help keep our podcast up and running. Please leave us a voicemail on that same site if you have any questions or comments, and follow us on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast.